two-way finals edition of Straight Ball in the NBA podcast for the fans, by the fans, two fans in particular, one of which is me, Adam Wideman, one of which is my man, the H-Man, Ari Man. Yes, indeed, it's finals time, and I'm finally ready to see who's ready to shine. Devin Booker, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, Chris Paul, who's going to win? It's anybody's game at this point, but I think it might be the Suns game, because they're up 2-0 dynamite analysis, Hari. We got a lot of stars in this. We got three good-ass players on both teams. Uh, didn't really seem like it, la- what was it, last night, two nights ago? The game two? I think it was last night. Uh, Giannis, he was shining bright in a loss, and Middleton and Drew were not as much. Uh, saw a nice video of Giannis giving an impassioned speech in the huddle. I wish I could have gotten him mic'd up for that. Him mic'd up for the game would have been very nice to watch. Yeah, I feel like they kind of squandered a wonderful game from him being a 42-pointer and, like, you know, just the energy he showed got some, like... He's just a dominant force down low in the paint. There's many possessions where he just takes DeAndre Ayton down low or whoever down low and just, like, whips by them super quickly and then pushes them, uh, like away from underneath the basket with his brute strength of his long Greek arms. People are kind of comparing him to, as like a new age Shaq, but he also has a very charming accent, so we need to mic him <laughs> up. I fully agree with you. They did mic up DeAndre Ayton, I think, for, I think, was it was a game two? I don't remember which one, but uh, yeah, you know. Boomer Monty gave him a nice little pep talk. Yeah, yeah, I think so, and that was like fine, but yeah, I want to hear what Giannis is chapping about. You weren't inspired by Monty, don't don't you want him as a coach or a dad after watching that? Yeah, I guess sort of. <laughs> he does seem like a good dad. Did you see the clip where when uh, they were going to the finals, Chris Paul was like, "I'm trying to calm down, coach. I'm trying to calm down." He was like, "You don't have to calm down, Chris. We're going to the finals. We're going to the finals, young man. <laughs> you don't have to calm down." <laughs> Your impression almost reminds me of, like, the mustache guy, uh, it was, got, got a deep voice like that. Like, he did a bunch of commercials for Ford I think I know who you're talking about. Tough man. I don't know his name, but I do think that it's the same guy that was also in a Netflix-produced sitcom with Ashton Kutcher about The Ranch. I think it was called The Ranch. (laughs) I think you're right. I think you're right. I remember seeing a picture on Netflix with his face, that big old mustache, and the ranch. And then he's like, DeAndre, let me tell you something. Let me pull you aside, young man. We're going to the final. <laughs> That's what he said to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said in game two of the finals. That's inspiring. That's pretty much, he's kind of like a one-note kind of guy. <laughs> he's like, coach, you've been saying this says. for a week. We've been in the finals for a week now. <laughs> We need plays, <laughs> inbounds, like defensive schemes, come on. Just reminding you, young blood. just reminding you where you're at. <laughs> Keep you grounded in the moment. Uh, Aiden's been doing great, uh, and what Monty was saying is correct. He's been playing at such a high level, that's why he's like a little disappointed in himself. But he's been doing great, at least in game one. He had some great stats. I don't know exactly what he had in game two. But after that speech, he also went out and did a little better. He's been dominant on the boards for uh, Phoenix, too. I think he's got 20 rebounds in both games, if I'm not mistaken. And, like... Wow, we gotta look up this guy's stats. That killed the Bucks 
when they went small with Pat Connaughton out on the floor and not Giannis. And whenever Giannis isn't on the floor, they really tank. They uh, can't really produce much offense, and especially when Chris Middleton isn't hitting his magical circus shots that he's tends to do later on in these series. He'd had some great games leading up to this point, but this was not one for him. He is one of those guys that uh, takes his time to sort of warm up in the series, I feel like. In the in the other series this season, he's been sort of better towards the later end of the matchups. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. He's a streaky guy. He's had 19 rebounds. Uh, yeah, that's total rebounds in Game 1 and 11 in Game 2. So not Holy crap, we only had 11 rebounds in Game 2? Second game. Yeah, and 7 points. Maybe that's why he was down on himself. But he's still a good big body to have out there. Better defensive option than most on Giannis. Wow, yeah, I guess so. His stock has definitely risen throughout the playoffs. Chris Paul, especially in Game 1. He had a great, great time out there, just dancing around, hitting these nice shots. Chris Paul's a killer. Uh, it's been, it's been good to watch. I wonder if the Bucks are gonna have enough to like come back, give them one or two. I think two would be more interesting. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I think they'll definitely be able to at least get one. I mean, game three going uh two zero is a do or die situation, so they're definitely gonna be trying to pull out all the stops for that one. And I think they can because they really had the home court advantage and used it effectively this whole series of playoff games because they haven't lost at home. And uh, their crowd at home is just as ravenous as any other, especially because they haven't been in the finals for like 50 years. So, you know, they're like eating a bunch of cheddar, getting stocked up before the game, getting the energy going, and then ready to riot as soon as Giannis doesn't hit two free throws in a row. Yeah, the counting is definitely fun. You took part in Brooklyn for a second, and it's... Really taken fire. But uh, the crowd shots of the Suns have been pretty <laughs> fun. You remember that guy with the bandana who was flying <laughs> <Yeah>. sideways? <laughs> he was having a good time. Uh, he's, the fan shots have been amazing. And, they're using uh, the like 8K or 4K camera or whatever on these fan shots and stuff. Apparently, mm-hmm. apparently people are loving it. Unless you like basketball because it's, sh- it's distracting from the game. <laughs> That's true. It's crazy to see regular people in 8K cameras. Like, they, some people are not ready for it. And some, it kind of looks like, just to quote uh, Network on Take Line, he's got a very funny show. He was like, it looks like it was half price meth day in Phoenix. <laughs> some of these guys. Yeah, everybody's just excited about the finals and being there. They're like, oh, half price meth day, everybody party, it's time to get down, support Chris Paul. <laughs> so, at the game, for, Suns and Four guy, obviously, biggest fan of the playoffs, I would say. Oh, yeah. Um, he was at the game, game two, and guess who was with him? Motherfucking Jamal Murray. Oh. He, they hung out. They were, they were chilling, and it was a betrayal. That's all I have to say. Yeah, he's a Denver guy hanging out with this Suns fanatic who's also a public fiend for getting in fist fights. This is not a good look for a Denver guy, man. You're supposed to be chill and, like, supporting the squad and not encouraging public violence. So, you know, I guess we should have expected this kind of behavior from someone who accidentally posted himself getting his dick sucked by his girlfriend to Instagram. What? (laughs) Don't you? Yeah, don't you remember (laughs) Jamal Murray? He accidentally posted that. 
Oh, yeah, I thought you were talking about some poor guy for a <laughs> oh, second. Oh, no, no, no. Like, people have been digging into this guy? No, no, no. The only reason he's bad is for public fist fights. Although he was mostly defensive, I feel like. Nah, he went up in there after getting, like, something tossed on him. Like, he uh, kept it going and increased it, but it takes two to tango in a situation like Flagrant that, for two, sure. at least. Oh, yeah. Uh, Double yeah. technical. He almost, uh... <laughs> toss him out of here. <laughs> what they tried to do it was uh it was crazy to be at let's see what else we're talking about here what a persona you know like to live with for the rest of your life i was the guy who beat up a hapless guy was <laughs> now i now i'm but it's kind of justified yeah that is yeah you could live off that in phoenix people will be buying you drinks for a while <laughs> what a life uh phoenix in game two they hit 23s, which is tied for second most all time. It's 60 points worth. In a finals game. It's quite a bit. Another uh, record broken was 20 points for Giannis in the third quarter. That was most it for a quarter in the finals. Yeah, that was it, man. That was their chance, his great performance. And then Chris Middleton and you know, Drew Holiday couldn't uh, find their rhythm, couldn't get their shot to fall. I guess, you know, credit to the Everyone defense, Everyone else, too. like, they're, they're only down to a few players like that they are playing at this point and i don't know it feels like without what i think they hit like what eight or nine threes it's tough to keep up when you are just not hitting anything you know with dante g vincenzo you can't trust Bryn forbes yeah i mean i'm sure that is it not hidden i'm sure that that also has an impact on them because of the just the sheer like tiredness on the effect on their stamina because like with a deeper rotation then obviously you know you can be out there when you're feeling more fresh and you have better legs underneath you when you're taking shots. It's crazy that we're saying that about a Coach Bud-led team. He, his thing was that he always played Giannis too little. Oh yeah, that's true. He still uh, arguably plays Giannis too little, yet his bench is too <laughs> short. Because <laughs> he He's always both. takes him out in the first quarter and like uh, in a lot of, for a lot of time, like more than other coaches probably would. But then again, like, you know, considering the current situation with his knee, uh, Giannis coming back, like, just a week ago from that, like, hyperextension thing, that was insane. But, yeah, he looks great, so I would yeah. play him more. Oh, yeah, you should play him all 48. You need him. Game three? I mean, if I was Giannis, I would be like, yo, coach, just fucking let me do it, dude. <laughs> his, his game doesn't even rely that much on his, uh, like, precision either so if he's tired he can still kind of bang down low and get up there and play it up it's been heroic what he's been doing for sure let's another thing about the bucks is that they should exploit the uh center thing with dario sarge's injury injury yeah aiden's gonna have to be tired they're big time uh they're not big time but they're big man's rotation lower frank kaminsky did he even play in game two i know he did in game one and tory craig just got injured too who's not a center but like he was probably playing three or four in some of those yeah. smaller lineups. A long wing, for sure. But yeah, Kaminsky did play a little bit, you know. I, I feel like uh, I hate him for something he did to the Wizards Who? when he was on the Celtics. No, that was Kelly Olynyk. Yeah. I was talking about Frank Kaminsky, though. Kaminsky, he's just, you know, he's a hateable dude. He looks annoying. That's it. <laughs> That's his sin. Yeah, he's all right. I feel like he's all right. <laughs> Um, Frank the Tank. We'll see. <laughs> Tory Craig. This guy, he wins a ring no matter what. He's sitting in the catbird seat, except for getting injured. 
last night. What? What do you mean? Is he he was traded from the Suns to the Bucks, or vice versa. He was traded from the Bucks to the Suns this year. So he gets a ring either way. What a freaking lucky and then dude. He, That's a great situation and then to he be just in. just goes out and fakes an injury. It's like, I don't even need to play. I don't even care if we win. <laughs> it's me, Tori Craig. I play without wow. honor. That is amazing. Now he seems like that's a pretty, pretty... That's pretty impressive if it is what he's doing. It would be, you know, only a couple people could do it. It's something like only he has done. What a John Wolf thing to do. John Wolf? Is that Jake and Amir? Yeah, you know John Wolf? Yeah, he's the guy that does those things that are technically not illegal, but just like a hassle and like kind of like dickling moves. Like parking your car like right along the on the line of a parking space that's alongside someone else. So like technically you're within the realm of the law, but like you weren't considered to one side still. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just after you say John Wolf, <laughs> just like everyone just will just be like, mystery. So an inconsiderate move. <laughs> everyone. Who's everyone? <laughs> everyone. All the Japanese robots. Literally. All the viewers. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, ABC, the parent company of ESPN that is uh, portraying these games as giving the games to the public. The AK camera, good. Especially on fans. They weren't ready, oh, yeah. but now we're seeing all. We're seeing all of them. I like seeing how not ready they yeah. are. Uh, there's been lots of ads. Especially in uh, halftime, they kind of know that their their halftime show is not valued as much as TNT, you know? So they're like, well, we got you here, motherfucker. Let's just do 75% of the time, we'll give you ads. <laughs> um, so they had two minutes and one second spent with the play-by-play crew. Uh, less than two minutes, 158 spent with the halftime crew. And then 12 minutes of ads. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's uh, one of the lesser known things that people don't talk much about with the ads is that they're actually uh, contributing a very good value to society. Did you know this? <laughs> they let you know Advertisements? all the things that you need to get to fulfill your life and not be such a <laughs> fucking loser anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they give you valuable information to make decisions, like which fast food place should I eat at? <laughs> Does Carl's Jr. have a new special or what? Yeah, it, it tells you all the new tacos that Taco Bell's releasing, and I think they're bringing the Doritos Fiery one back, by the way. Mm, there's also uh, the good guys over at so. Insurance. They're having a good time during halftime. Have you seen the... Have you seen the new The General ad? I think that's nice because it does actually incorporate the people from inside the NBA in it. Mm. So it's like you're kind of watching the halftime show while you watch the <laughs> ad, but they're like, hey, we thought The General was bad. It turns out it's good, Shaq. <laughs> Sorry about that. Wow. Um, man, I had something to say there, too, and I lost it. Like in The General. <laughs> oh. oh. They come and they go, man. That's The General's way. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, also on ESPN, there was a controversy with Rachel Nichols. Uh, oh. And, oh, this, this post that I honestly, have has dude, the saga continues. But yes, please be honest. Honestly, like, her hair's brown, man. Yeah? 
Just straight up. It's like a bronzy, I thought it was like, like a like a, almost a like a red situation brown. at points, you know? Yeah, I guess you're right. I, a bronze has a bit of a redness to it. I I would say. Hmm. It's like it's like uh you know those metal trees that you can sometimes buy at Asian stores that have red wires at the uh, leaves. Her hair's like that color. I don't know that, but I'm gonna move on. So, uh, <laughs> what happened was she was contracted to work the finals in some capacity, and uh, the new and then something that was sort of contractually given to her was taken away and given to Maria Taylor. So then there was like a candid camera going on or something that just happened to be running and that was uploaded to like a certain cloud at ESPN that someone listened to that heard that had uh, Rachel Nichols basically saying that uh, ESPN is succumbing to diversity Oh. To uh, replace me with with Maria Taylor, I I don't I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember exactly what she said, but wow. So since then, so she thinks she's she thinks Maria Taylor's a diversity hire, yeah. basically. Um, like since, a token token character. For the at least network. that's how it's getting painted. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess that is what she said. So you know. Adam Silver has said um, that her career shouldn't be taken away, uh, but who knew? Well, that's just you know, an alien. In my, in my opinion, if you're not very good at your job, that's what happens. She asks bad, weird questions <laughs> and uh, is like always kind of on a tangent of her own. I feel like not really. Do you think she's bigger than the game? The conversation. No, I don't. I don't think she's like that or anything. She's just kind of uh, aloof, maybe like. Or always trying to like stir up controversy too. Like I think there was one finals where like KD won and he was with Golden State or something like that, and they just kept asking about LeBron the whole time, and he was like not even there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> ask about how they got to the finals. Ask about their defense. You know things like yeah, that. Yeah, interesting. We'll revisit KD and his uh, relationship with LeBron later. But um, so since this this incident, this has been caught on tape and released. Apparently, it's been there for months and people knew about it but now it's like out right as the finals happen uh but since then espn has taken rachel nichols off the nba final sideline uh and malika andrews will replace her on the sideline nichols will continue oh did you did you say malika andrews or maria taylor it says malika andrews here oh okay um okay. earlier i think you said maria taylor but that's all well i think that she might be doing like the halftime which is what originally oh. He was talking about, um, but I, I don't know. I skipped through the halftime. It's all ads. I I have YouTube TV and I pause it for ten minutes and I don't go on Twitter and I fast forward. <laughs> I I don't realize that's why I can't make accurate jokes about the commercials because I don't watch them. Awesome. Dude. Hell yeah. Uh, well, for me, it's mostly from Hulu. To be honest, the ones that I've seen. Does it just say we're on a Hulu break, or does it give you commercials? Uh. No, like, well, just when I watch other Hulu shows. <laughs> oh, during halftime. In commercial. You'll just watch something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, nothing wrong with that. We all got our ways to cope with advertising. Um, so, Rachel will continue to host The Jump, which is the show in the morning with, I don't know, T-Mac and shit. I don't watch that shit either. Because uh, ESPN content about the NBA is not the best. 
Uh, ESPN said, we believe this is the best decision for all concerned in order to keep the focus on the NBA Finals. Apparently, Maria Taylor's contract ends before Game 7 of the Finals. So, we might have to bring, bring Rachel Nichols back for Game 7 if it goes out. A well, redemption story. Honestly, it's not, and she's just like... It's not gonna she's go like, there. all is right with the world, I'm back. And then she gets real racist. That would be, <laughs> that would be a turn. That'd be, I would watch that type <laughs> show. Oh yeah, that would be very epic. I'd love to see things crash and burn when it's like a spectacular fireworks show of burning yeah. down. Um, the top comment on Reddit here is, can we take ESPN off the NBA Finals sideline? And then the response is, let's have it on Nickelodeon. <laughs> uh, we should just have like 10 to 15 different of the top YouTube channels do their own broadcast for free. And there would be like so many more viewers, and the NBA would get like a ten times more richer. And oh yeah, it would be like, genius. If they had famous, TV like famous NBA fans, and like biased commentary, like that should be given out. People like have the rights and stuff, and partner with the NBA to do that. Because then you can get different audiences yeah, so who like those people for other reasons or whatever. I'm just chock full of good ideas today. Or reach. You know, we could we could Hell yeah. send a letter to. Adam Silver, me and uh, Katie were talking in the park earlier. I won't say the idea. It's a little uh, crass, but uh, it was good. <laughs> and it was wow. based on well, rhyming. That uh, definitely <laughs> makes my uh, my mind wander. <laughs> All right, let's talk about... A rhyming idea dealing with anal sex. No, I didn't say anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, NBA I just, and anal oh, yeah, I said sex. crass, not ass. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what first place my mind goes when you say crass is ass things. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on. Let's talk about uh, there's more stuff going. <laughs> I think you have to tell us what the idea All is. All right, fine. <laughs> just to clear we the air. Really just... I think you were talking about different kinds of ways she could fuck you in the ass. <laughs> we were really just rhyming words with titty, and then we came up with uh, the fucking kitty titty. And like Katie was telling me about this fucking trend where. I, I, Christmas sweaters just had one boob pop, popping out, and there was just like decorated like Christmas. <laughs> and this one, we're gonna we're gonna kind of do the next thing, the next like trend, which is gonna be like uh, some sort of like sticker that's a cat, like over the breast. And then we have like different sizes. We have itty bitty. We have uh, fucking midi, and we have litty, which is giant. And like so, it's like we gotta we we're gotta get in touch with influencers. We're gonna we're gonna send it out there. So your boob is in the shape of a, like, cat, or just stickers all no, over no, the no, nipple? No, 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 no. So, so, so your it? nipple is, like, the nose. And then, like, you can, we're either oh, giving okay. you supplies to, like, draw, like, the mouth. Stickers like, to design a, Some ears on top. You know, yeah, it's the whole thing. That's so, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but we were really taking the rhyming thing to its end. I would love to see. Which is the whole. I would love to see cat ladies with that adorned on them. <laughs> Yeah, what you don't want is a uh, is a fucking shitty zitty titty. I pity that titty. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I think I do. Okay, let's move on <laughs> to James, to the man who is not dealing with any shitty or zitty titties. It's only pristine. Mm-mm. It's James Harden. He's out there partying. He's in off-season mode. He's hanging with a little baby. He's tickling Meek Mill while little Uzi Vert dances. He's having a great time out there. He's getting in police custody, getting released with a little baby. 
he got he got in police custody with a little baby. Yeah, you gotta follow this link. <laughs> Not a little baby, the little baby, the one and only. They have to say rapper, little baby. He was transporting narcotics to or from Paris. Uh, the the here's what the Reddit comments say: the only time James Harden gets caught traveling, and then response to that, <laughs> that's a euro step. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, Incredible stuff, boys. Very good. I won't say your name. So I wonder what little baby was moving. Narcotics. I think it was probably just. You think it was French cocaine? It's probably just enough for the squad, you know, which is a lot. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah, he's got a deep squad, I think. Yeah. James Harden was, uh... Oh my god. Yeah. Dude, that link is in French. What? Very good. Yeah, this was definitely French. Oh, did I not post the video <laughs> of him tickling Meek Mill? Have you seen that one? Oh. I think it might have been Force Odeur de Cannabis. It's weed, that's it? Uh, it's... I don't know, man. I think that's just the smell of it, but... You're sleuthing in French. Like the Pink Panther, you're like, Clouseau. Oh. Présent à Paris pour la Fashion Week, la star des Brooklyn Nets. Well, he was there for Fashion Week. Alright, that's, I don't want to continue doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the possession of cannabis. That's why he can't go anywhere without his sweet, sweet ganja. That little freaking baby can't go anywhere without his ganja baby's blanket. Did we say last week that, like, there was a weird headline that was like, Kevin Durant smokes even more weed than you would think? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think we uh, talked about it. Maybe it was me and someone else. Yeah, it was just dumb. (laughs) I mean, I think he smokes. uh, how How much would you guess he smokes in a day? I would guess a lot if, like, he's not getting tested, if it's, like, and I bet they have, like, word on when that's happening. Like, in the off-season, I bet you smoking a lot. A number? Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I bet you What if he's, he's an edibles guy? Like... What if he's dad? Yeah, that's, that's another thing. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. He probably is. Like, if it's more than you expect, he's probably doing all that. Like, he's... He's probably got some vape pens that he hits. I don't know why it wasn't. Uh, he's probably got some well, joints. I feel like it's once. not necessarily treated the same way as like Bill Walton, who was on hallucinogenics. You know. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's fair. That's a different drug. And at least the, the <laughs> league isn't probably on like as much cocaine as they were in what, like the eighties. Yeah, I would say that's probably true. It's less of a big thing, I guess, these days. Maybe it's more of like a little thing, and people still do it, but like aren't so. Like ridiculous. I don't know. You think James Harden hasn't had cocaine in his beard? I don't know, man. Oh, for sure he has, but like with a little. That's what I'm saying. Like people still do it, but like not as much. He's hanging out with all these littles. Like all these littles are on cocaine. You can't look at little Uzi's breakdance and say he's not on cocaine or something. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, they would realize that they're so little (laughs) and they shouldn't be. You know, dominating these industries so hard, but uh, the cocaine guides them and forces them to work. It's weird hard. that James Harden hangs out with all the littles. Like he's big. He's like six five. Maybe he wants to see. Him yeah, he's even tall. Bigger. He likes hanging out with them because they're like his little uh, little gremlin buddies. I I think because at that party he was also just like tickling them and like 
kind of harassing Meek Mill, having a good time. They are having a good time. You can't deny that. He made him drop his phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we talked we talk a little bit about, about uh, Kevin Durant as well. Um, Maybe he's a bully. <laughs> he's like a leader of the gang as a bully. He's like, oh, you guys are stupid idiots. You're going to drop your phone. <laughs> he's just consistently, like, testing the waters with harassing his friends. <laughs> like a real college situation, or I don't know, like he's a frat guy, sports guy, sports slap dickery. Yeah, like Lil Uzi Vert. I bet you can't break dance right here, Lil Uzi. He's like, Yeah, I can. I'll show you right now. <laughs> You're doing great impressions today. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, thank you. So, alright. Let's, alright. So, this one time, Steve Kerr apparently was sick of Kevin Durant's uh, interacting with Twitter fans so much. You know, he he's had a lot of tweets. He's had a lot of spats with people. We talked about the... Spats. <laughs> he wears spats. Um, or Spanx. Maybe I was thinking of Spanx. As spats. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's what Steve Kerr said. You know what I respect about LeBron? I respect the fact that when he got to Miami and he got sick of the narratives, sick of the haters, all the talk, you know what he did? LeBron just said, fuck it, and it was great. And he was great. Same with Michael. Same with Kobe. Same with all the greats. They all had to say, fuck it, and then they were all on that next level. So you know what you gotta do? You just gotta say, fuck it, like LeBron. Uh, yeah, I guess he's right. Just, uh... Do what the champions do, and you should win a championship. That's pretty straight-up logic. Yes. Uh, Kevin Durant uh, responded on Twitter to somebody, basically saying, like, you should embrace this. <laughs> you should... <laughs> this, I don't, like... Uh, let me see what his response was. It's funny. Seems kind of strange. I think Steve Kerr... Or, wait, this was Steve Kerr said this? Yeah, Steve Kerr's kind of, like, uh, in the same way as... Maybe like a Bill Walton type or whatever. But he like says a bunch of stuff. Oh. And uh, it's like kind of cryptic and metaphorical. And then it's like kind of doesn't make much sense to me. So he's just like, yeah, just lock in. Do good. Focus. Be a, be a champion. Yeah. Here's what Kevin Durant ha- responded with. I don't see a problem with me interacting with basketball fans. It should be encouraged. Steve should also. Steve should have also said that I'm never late. I work through every rep in practice with game speed. That should be more interesting than what I do on Twitter. I like that it should be encouraged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it should be encouraged to get in Twitter fights. I've basically been encouraged all my life, and I don't like not being encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I respond to everybody, you idiot. <laughs> uh. I got other stuff that I want to show you. Um, go to Shalom World promo doc and watch that with me turn your key with mine we're gonna watch at the same time we were at uh, zero seconds then we'll press play Solo world presents steve jeff the 25-year veteran referee for the u.s national basketball association His hairstyle is a great gospel right? witness in the field yeah. every play being so much movement and so you know you had to make split second decisions all the time and i could <laughs> not have done it without jesus watch his story of jesus. dedicating his life to witness now the real the star of his life from the white jesus in his collar. Collar. because he's the one that gave me the ability to
to perform as I could perform night in and night out. The only way you could be an NBA Shalom World's original program star of the world. As good as December I was, which was amazing, by the way, is because of the Lord Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to everybody. And then he ends with Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I just loved it. I think Steve Javi is getting a big head from being the uh, the celebrity referee that the broadcast goes to in Secaucus, you know? Oh, wow, yeah, it's true. They do go to him a lot, especially when the audience is, like, against the referee's call, and they're like, no, 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 audience, calm mm-hmm. down, calm down. The referees are fine and Steve good. Steve Javi says in fact, that they're right. In fact, he probably wants to, but they don't allow him to. He probably wants to be like, they have the power of Jesus Christ behind them. They cannot be wrong because they have <laughs> accepted Jesus Christ into their lives as their savior. So all of their calls are divine. <laughs> the referee, all the referees are Christian. We make sure it is that way. We make sure that they are touched <laughs> by the divine hand. God Silver of Adam. He tells us that it must be the way. What else we got here? You know, you know freaking TNT's better, and because that's because they have Chuck. Chuck is tight. He's been talking about cougars. He called a coworker, <laughs> I think, or someone like at the game a cougar. And then they were somehow at the zoo. Like some sort of shot was of <laughs> animals at the zoo, and he's like, "I have a bunch of cougars." And he named like three names. He's just having fun. He he is. He's one of the last people that has. Like, on such a platform that can just say what he wants, because he's an old... And he's always been just saying crazy stuff. It's true, I yeah. I he's getting canceled. I think... I, I talk about this a lot, but when he talks about San Antonio, he every single time he mentions the big old wind down there in San Antonio. And he... I, I'm pretty sure we talked about this last week or whatever, but yeah, he gets in trouble and he can't talk about San Antonio anymore. Yeah, I mean, he had a nickname of a fat person. I feel like if any... Former NBA player could make fun of fat people. Yeah. Would it be the round mound of rebound? <laughs> exactly. He did have definitely railed on him for being a fat guy, too. And especially after his NBA career, too. He gained a bunch of weight. And he's even now gets laughed at for like, eating uh, Krispy Kreme donuts all the time. And they, like, make him eat them on camera. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty fat shaming. Make him eat it. Yeah, I agree. But he loves it. That's funny. They make him eat it. <laughs> he enjoys it. Chuck, do it for us again. Have another one. Well, okay. Guaranteed. What else we got here? We got uh, Dennis Schroeder. Wasn't it weird that right after the Lakers were eliminated, or actually it was before the Lakers were eliminated, he removed Lakers point guard from his bio? Oh, what? That is weird. That was, yeah, that happens right, like, in the first round. But now... Uh, apparently, Dennis Schroeder wants to play for Germany now that they've made the Olympics. Apparently, he turned them down before. Wow. What a goon. You gotta put in the work if you want the reward, man. That's probably the probably why the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. Dummy. He does got a... He had a cool patch of hair, and he's pretty decent at basketball, but, you know, you can't... You can't help being a dummy. He became the hair. The hair overtook him. Maybe. Maybe. A little bit of the Tyler Hero track there. The the fame took over and it became more than just a basketball. Mm-hmm. The last thing that I have is freaking mean tweets from Jimmy Kimmel. Some very oh, wholesome yeah. 
uh, entertainment from our friends over at ABC. I can dig. <clears throat> I can dig me some Jim Kim. Would you like to watch it with me? I haven't even watched it, and maybe we can like pause it at the same time and talk about. It. Wow. Okay, I'm ready. So just say pause if you want me to pause and talk about the previous one. All right. Shaquille O'Neal. More like Shaquille hasn't missed a meal. <laughs> That's a good one. Tell your mother make my sandwich. And be naked when I get there. Oh, my oh, What? Shaq wants... He took that... Yeah, that, he took it real far. He took it farther away. Like, he's the person to be like... He just doesn't accept it when someone makes fun of him. He's like, I'm a fucking champion. All right, fuck you. I'm going to fucking yeah. bomb, actually. <laughs> He's like, you think I'm fat? Then I'm going to dominate your whole family. <laughs> Lamar Ball is such a big baller, why can't he afford a toothbrush? Because I like my teeth golden. Ew. Grant Hill annoys me when he talks. Mechanism. Put your eyebrows down. He looks like he's surprising himself with what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Karan Butler is a turd. Oh. <laughs> what do you think that explicitive was? It says four letters. A shit turd? Oh, no, no, no way. It's got to be ass turd, dude. But there's four letters. Uh, I think it's just to throw, throw you off. <laughs> All right. Continue. Chris Middleton can chop down trees with his teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's Kemba good. actually leads all guards and charges drawn two of the last three years. My working theory is that he is so short they simply do not see him. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably true, actually. Domantas a bonus. More like Domantas a. <laughs> so we got to figure out this one too. Domantas a bonus. More like Domantas sucks penis. Uh, maybe. That's, a, that's about the good sucks one. Sucks boners. It maybe sucks boners, yeah. That's gotta be And that it. does match yeah, the number of letters. Wow, so now we gotta go back and figure out, is it shit turd? It must be, maybe it's like fuck turd. Or butt huh. turd? No, they wouldn't block that out. <laughs> they would not block out butt. It is ABC, but... Alright. Um, Okay. So he sucks boners. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. Kyle Lowry looks like a where's my hug type dude. Yes, please. Please. The White Howard looks like a SoundCloud rapper who offers you his albums at the gas station you avoid. Damn. <laughs> I really <laughs> John Moran looks like I'm a guy who would impress just a bar. <laughs> Brandon Ingram's so good. skinny. He can look through a peephole with both eyes. <laughs> I, mean. I like Trey Young, but his hair is like a lollipop that got dropped. Trey Young's boys do. What flavor lollipop? <laughs> Maybe delicious. I have no idea. Zach Levine sucks. The bullshit never <laughs> like, trade totally Jimmy Butler. Like, if you disagree, like you're like. wrong, and suck my butthole. <laughs> I do disagree, but I'm I'm a pass. Strong pass. Siakam get like 60 teeth. I mean, yeah, I, I think you mean God, but. <laughs> I 
I like Pascal Siakam. Incredible <laughs> stuff. Got 60T. He's got to show the chompers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's fucking what I got, dude. Do you have things that you want to talk about in this NBA landscape? Wow. Uh, this finals? You have predictions for the finals at this well, point. Well, actually, before we get there, uh, do you remember that play that Chris Paul was doing and then he like ran and cut, kind of cut Giannis off and uh, Giannis kind of like fell on top of him? You think he was like? Was you think awesome. he was going for his, his leg? Like, uh, is Chris Paul still uh, a little? Do you think it was dirty? I do. I don't. I thought it was crafty getting the foul, but I don't think it was trying to injure him. Yeah. But I'm sure he wouldn't mind if he. Chris did. Paul still's like uh, a little annoying because he's complains to the refs and like does a bunch of ticky tack stuff like that. But uh, I'm saying Suns in four, dude. Let's let's freaking rock this thing. That'd be tight. You're with the Vikings. But I want, uh, I want a seven-game series. Of the Suns four guy. Yeah, I'm going to give them uh, one. I will say Suns and five. Gentlemen sweet. And I hope I'm wrong. Obviously, the bigger the, bigger the series, the bigger my DeMontis Suns <laughs> The bigger my Saboner will get. <laughs> It'll be more like Arvidas, you know what whoa, I'm talking about? Whoa, 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 whoa. Nah, not really, but uh, he was good at shooting. It's his dad. He was bigger. Oh, he was? Oh, great. That's <laughs> very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was a weird, weird dick But joke. I think the Bucks can pull out at least two wins, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, because Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Giannis, two out of the three of them got to be on at least two, two times, you know? At home, they got to have a shot. We'll see. Game three is very important. And on Sunday, we will see how it goes. See it go down. On ABC. I don't know. I think that was NBC. Whatever, man. It was the best one. It doesn't matter who who did it. Yeah. It means basketball. Well, it does matter. It's John Tesh, and you respect him in this house. I don't know who that is, but mad respect. Alright, I'm going to send you a sketch, and we're going to watch it together. Not on the podcast. It's, it has nothing... Really Alright, should I stop? Basketball. Yeah, straight, straight ballin'. Straight ballin'?